Greetings, salutations, and excitement. It's episode 71 of Tell the Damn Story. And yes, I know you're used to Chris saying, hey, Alex, how you doing, everything, and then me saying hello to him. But this is one of those episodes where Chris was on location interviewing, and I am back in the studio. Well, that's not entirely accurate because Chris did this interview a few weeks back, but we're airing it now. And this is when Chris was at PhillyCon, and while he was there, he met what is referred to as brown coats. And for any of you who are fans of the TV series Firefly, you know what I'm talking about. But rather than my spending time describing the interview, why don't I play it, and then we'll come back, and I'll tell you a few things that'll set up for part two of this particularly unusual Tell the Damn Story episode. So here we go. Hey, this is Chris Ryan, and I'm here at PhilCon in um, Cherry Hill, New Jersey, and I've run across a couple of Pennsylvania brown coats, so I just had to ask for an interview. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? I'm fine. Good. We're good, doing well. Could you be so kind as to introduce yourselves? Sure. Uh, my name is Matt Black, and I'm the chief instigator of the Pennsylvania brown coats. And I am Steve, also known as Bootlegger. Excellent. And could you explain to us where the brown coats come from? Uh, One of my favorite shows. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, there was this uh, little show that this little-known writer-director created called Firefly. Uh, That creator is... That upstar Joss Whedon. That upstar Joss Whedon. We have hopes for him. (laughs) He's he's gone on to uh, many uh, greater things since then. Kids Uh, got potential. Yes, he does. (laughs) Uh, but unfor- unfortunately, the show was short-lived. It didn't even make it through one full season on the air. Uh, but those who, uh, those of us who saw it on air, and uh, those of us who have caught it um, either on refund, uh, refunds, <laughs> reruns on uh, the Science Channel or, or, well, or Sci-Fi, and the DVD and, set really left well, it and, fire, so and the I DVD mean. set actually was one of the best-selling. DVD sets on Amazon for a while there, so a lot of people did that came to the fandom. Did that instigate the brown coats? Um, I, I, I think I just... I think were brown coats from the beginning. Yeah, I think they were brown coats from the, the beginning. It was actually, it ended up being, first, first they were called flans, right. Firefly flans, um, but then, then it was actually the um, cast and crew of the show that started referring to the fans as brown coats. Uh, and then the term term caught on. The term the term comes from the show. Right. Um, Nathan Fillion's character was a brown coat. Was a brown coat. Yeah, so Firefly takes place 500 years in the future um, after a uh, after the Earth has been used up and we've moved out to a few new solar systems and there was um, an interstellar civil war between um, the the independents who became known as the brown coats because their uniforms had brown coats uh, versus the Purple Bellies, which were the Alliance, and they were called Purple Bellies because the armor uh, had la- had a lavender tone to it. Uh, and it was basically analogous to the, the North and South of the American Civil War. Yes. Now, as the story goes, it was the brown coats pushing that uh, achieved the impossible, where a show that was canceled after not even a full season wound up getting a major motion picture, correct? So I, I wouldn't give all the credit to the Brown Coast. I would love for us to take all of the you credit. You take some of it. We definitely take some of it. <laughs> I mean, the fact that the DVD has sold so much, the fact that 
that there was such a, a an active fandom that when Universal came to Joss Whedon um, and and Universal the the executive there really wanted to work with Joss Whedon, so she she gave him a deal basically here's forty million dollars you can make any movie you want to what movie do you want to make and he's like. Well, I never finished the story of Firefly. The fans are clamoring for more, so let's make Serenity. That's cool. That's yeah. fantastic. So now, what do the Pennsylvania Browncoats do? So the Pennsylvania Browncoats, um, we are a, a statewide uh, in, in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania um, with brigades in, in different regions. Uh, and we do everything from, from movie nights, uh, bowling parties, other social activities. Um, to charity events. There's a, a global charity event called Can't Stop the Serenity, where we screen the movie Serenity uh, once a year to raise money for Equality Now, which is Joss Whedon's preferred charity. Um, so that's another thing we do. Uh, we make appearances at conventions like this to raise awareness. Also, we sell uh, merchandise to raise money for Equality Now. Um, and the other thing that we've done two times before and are doing again uh, is something called the Brown Coat Ball. This started in Chicago in 2004, and almost every year since that, then um, local Brown Coat groups have hosted it in different cities around the country. Mm-hmm. Um, this yeah. past, this year, 2018, it was in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Next year, we're doing Las Vegas. Fantastic. Uh, and the Pennsylvania Brown Coats, we've hosted it three times. In 2007, we hosted it in Philadelphia. In 2017, we hosted it in Gettysburg, PA, which was the tie-in with the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Joss Whedon was actually inspired uh, by the book The Killer Angels about the Battle of Gettysburg. Um, so we thought Gettysburg was a great place. Um, and, it, you know, eventually we would have to end up in Las Vegas. So we're doing that in 2019. And that's in September? Is that it's in September of 2019. Um, the website for the Brown Coat Ball is www.browncoatball.com. We do not have the Las Vegas information up there yet. It still has information about Washington, D.C. And then the history section has information about all the previous balls. Excellent. But our goal is by January 1st, we'll have the website updated and we'll be accepting uh, ticket sales. Um, if you find us on Facebook, there is already a Facebook event for it, and there is hotel information listed. We're already taking hotel reservations. That's fantastic. Now, you slipped in during one of the explanations that uh, it, it's a global event. So Can't Stop the Shreddy yes. or, or the Brown Coat Ball? Uh, I think it's Can't Stop was the global event. Yeah, Can't Stop the Well, te- Which would suggest... Technically, they're both global events. That there are brown coats everywhere. There are, there are, we have brown coats around the world. Um, and that was one of the great things um, about the Can't Stop the Serenity events um, is that um, we got to learn a lot about um, other uh, Firefly fan groups around the world. Uh, England, France, Germany, uh, Australia, uh, there, there are groups around the world. Um, the brown coat ball, although since 2004, it's always been in the United States. We we uh, we accept applications each year, proposals from local groups, mm-hmm. and you know people said, well, you know, why don't you hold it in Europe or why don't you hold it in, in Asia? And we just need a brown coat group that will host that that, that will put together a proposal because while there is a um, a, a steering committee mm-hmm. for the brown coat ball, um, their job really is to evaluate proposals uh, for next year's ball. 
um, and and then award it to someone. And then the local group, they run the entire event themselves with with and advice, guidance, with guidance and input from the steering committee, but they don't they don't get heavily involved. Um, so yeah, uh, we would love to have one in England. We would love to have one in in Australia. We just we just need a local get group. Get in touch with them. <laughs> we just need a local group. And again, you know, through through brownkopal.com, there's guidelines for submitting proposals. Um, and and you know anyone who you know has you know four or five people willing to help them uh, can put together a ball. Now, if you're someone anywhere in the Ooh, in the country or in the world and you want to get involved with brown coats is there a central place to get information that's a great question there there used to be i think it was called weednesk but i think that's closed. yeah weednesk closed, closed down, closed yeah. down. Did about a year ago um so uh i mean one option is to look at can't stop the trinity look at where your nearest um there you go. nearest event is or was in previous years um but you know Google. Google yeah, works. If, if I and searching on Facebook. Um, fa- I was going to touch on Facebook right there it. because that's how I met the Pennsylvania Browncoats. Okay. I'm from Pennsylvania. Right. I'm a native Philadelphian, but I'm transplanted to uh, Harrisburg sure. in central PA. And uh, I noticed on Facebook that there was a Browncoat bowling event, and it was being held at the bowling alley that I pretty much grew up okay. bowling in. <laughs> so I said, oh, I've got to got go and uh, say hi and say hi and, uh, and meet these people. And uh, as it turns out, they're all worthwhile. That's <laughs> they're really cool people. And, and Steve did bring with him some of his own uh, brews that he makes. Nice. Uh, so he, he earned the brown coat nickname bootlegger, mm-hmm. my brown coat. <laughs> Nickname is Tequila Matt because I I'm, I love tequila and I'm I'm a bit of a connoisseur of it. <laughs> That's uh, fantastic. But then Steve uh, went on from that event and being involved with PA Browncoats uh, came out to the Browncoat Ball in Gettysburg mm-hmm. and actually met his current significant other there. Fantastic. And this I is am. not the first time the Browncoat Ball uh, yeah, has brought people together. This, apparently. Yeah, yeah, we have we have another. Um, Pennsylvania couple who met when we were putting together the 2007 Bronco Ball uh, in Philadelphia. They got engaged at the Charlotte uh, Bronco Ball, uh, and now they're happily married. That's so. fantastic. So if you are from the Commonwealth mm-hmm. and you want to get in touch with the Pennsylvania Browncoats one more time, how do we do this? So for that, we have a, a website, which is pabrowncoats.com. Uh, the website, I have to admit, needs some updating. So again, uh, I highly recommend reaching out to us on Facebook. Just, you know, search on Facebook for Pennsylvania Browncoats, and you'll find us. Excellent. All right, gentlemen, thank you for your time. All right, Chris, thank you for your time. Thank you. That was Chris's interview with Pennsylvania Browncoat members Matt and Steve. Now... Be ready for part two when Chris joins me back in the studio and we discuss several aspects of this. We'll start out with the phenomenal talent of Mr. Josh Whedon, who gave us not only fan favorite Buffy, but obviously fan favorite Firefly. What is it that he brings to the table that not only worked on the small screen, but obviously his career has blossomed into the large screen and that success has followed him. We'll also touch on how science fiction and superhero films have pulled from history, as well as 
Arthurian legend to create some of the blockbuster films that you and I have been going to see in the theaters. And last, we'll touch on cosplay. The big question is, aside from having fun, can cosplayers really serve a practical purpose beyond the ego? So that'll be what we take on when Chris joins me back here in the second part of episode 71 of Tell the Damn Story. 